Welcome to Behold, a podcast for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 95. Hello and welcome to episode 95 of the Behold Podcast. I'm Christy Horsch and I am so grateful that you have joined me here today. Today we're going to be talking about asking questions, but let us get started with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Lord, we know that you have the answers to all of our questions. We know that you are living inside of us now, just waiting to pour out those answers. We understand that there are some answers that we we won't know on this side of heaven, but there are some answers. There's this wisdom and knowledge that's just waiting for us if we only ask. Grant us that wisdom, that knowledge, that understanding so that we can live our life in the way that you're calling us to, with integrity and with peace. Please help all that we do to give you glory. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, so I keep hearing this sentiment on many different different avenues, different blogs and podcasts, different social media posts, and it says, You only have 18 summers with your kids, so you better make the most of this, most of every single moment because you only get 18 summers. And on one hand, I kind of like the sentiment. I hear that and I'm like, oh, I want to do this with them and that with them. It makes me think more intentionally about our summer. And because it reminds me that our time is fleeting. But I also noticed this year, I found that it kind of had me acting from this place of scarcity. My oldest is about to go into high school. I only have a handful of summers left. And yes, it did want make me want to just pack things in and connect with my kids, but not necessarily from the place that I wanted to. I was coming at it from this place of fear and anxiety, this needy, clingy, graspy, I have to get the most out of this way. Because you see, our thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings lead to our actions and our actions get our results. This is known as the model. I teach this in more detail in earlier episodes, especially I believe it's episode three. So if you're interested in learning more about that, go back to episode three. But anyway, I was thinking and I had this thought. My thought was, I only have a few summers left. Which, to be honest, was equating to a thought more of a thought of, I don't have enough time. And that thought would make me feel frazzled or anxious or guilty that I haven't done enough. And from that place of of anxious energy, then I was planning activities, not from this place of peace or from love or excitement or curiosity, but just from this anxiety, I have to fit it all in. And my summer was filling up, but it all felt like pressure and stress. It didn't feel like connection and love. So I did a little self-coaching and I recognized that I was having these feelings about the kids getting older. So I allowed myself to process those feelings and then I decided I was ready to change my thought. And I chose the thought 
that I have exactly the amount of time with the kids that God wants me to. He always gives me just what I need, and the summers are no different. He promised me a life of abundance, so I don't need to want for anything. I don't need to worry about summers being scarce. I need to be grateful for what I have and recognize that just because summers will look different in the future, it doesn't mean that they'll be bad. God will give me the grace for that season, just like he has for this season. When I have that thought that I have exactly the amount of time with the kids that God wants me to, I feel peace and I feel purpose. And from there, I can act from calm and conviction. I can plan and execute our summer and fill it with love. I don't have to beat myself up on an ordinary day or even a bad day because God knew it was going to be like that. I don't try to grasp the summer like holding sand with a tight fist, trying to catch every piece that's falling through my fingers. Instead, my hand is open, accepting the sand that stays and allowing the span that spills to pass by for this beautiful rhythm of life. And all of this, this example, is to show you that self-coaching is a powerful tool. It can change your mindset. It can help you in this season and in your life. So as I went through that example, you could see where I went from this place of anxiety and frazzled energy and pressure and stress to this place of calm and peace and conviction. Okay, I've talked about self-coaching before. So today I wanted to go into one piece of self-coaching that could help you on the journey. And that's asking questions. As you can see from my example, our thoughts do shape our lives. So the first step in self-coaching is to be aware of your thoughts. Being aware that that buzzy anxiety that you're feeling is coming from a thought so you can find that thought. Okay, the next step then is to examine those thoughts. And I find the best way to examine my thoughts is through questions. Is this thought true? Why do I believe this thought if it isn't true? Does this thought serve me? How could I think about this circumstance differently? What is God saying about this? How does God see this circumstance? Can I better connect with the people around me in this circumstance? How can I make this happen? What would I rather feel in this circumstance? What thought would give me that feeling? How do I want to show up? What thought and feeling would help get me there? Asking yourself questions is such a powerful tool to help you coach yourself. Questions can help you to find more clarity. It can help you to weed out the lies from the truth. It helps you to find the thoughts that will be most effectively in your life. Most importantly, our brain thrives on questions. Our brain loves to answer questions. So when we ask these high quality questions, Our brain goes to work to figure out the answer. And when we couple this process with prayer, the Holy Spirit living inside of us comes alongside us to answer the questions with us. Our brain always answers every question that we put in front of it. For example, we can ask ourselves questions in a really negative way. Why is this so hard? Will it ever get better? Why doesn't anyone like me? How can I just escape? When we put these negative questions in front of our brain, we're going to get negative answers. 
So our brain, when we say, why is this so hard? Our brain's probably going to be like, I don't know. And we all know that when we say, I don't know in our brain, it shuts down that problem solving part of our brain because the problem solving part of our brain says, oh, well, we don't know. So there's no point in continuing this. We ask ourselves the question, oh, will it ever get any better? And then our brain answers us, no, it'll never get better. Or we ask ourselves, why doesn't anyone like me? And our brain says, because you're not worth liking. Or we ask ourselves, how can I just escape? And our brain says, you can't, you're stuck. It's never going to get better. And so remember, our thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings give us our actions. Our actions give us our results. So if these are the thoughts we're having, it's never going to get any better. No one likes you because you aren't worth it. Those thoughts are going to lead to some pretty painful emotions. And we're going to be acting out of those painful emotions. When we catch ourselves in this negative place, we can choose to change our questions. We can ask questions like, what would make this more fun? How could I bring more laughter into this? How could I build connection now? How can I invite God into this? How can I love more in this situation? How can I serve others through this? Where do I want to be? And how can I get there? When we start asking these kind of questions, we might not have an answer immediately. And that's okay. You're going to jot your question down in your journal, ask the Lord for wisdom, and then come back a few days later. And you'll be amazed. A few days ago, you probably didn't have an answer, but your brain subconsciously has been solving this problem, answering this question because you are an excellent problem solver. The Holy Spirit has directed you and now you're ready to answer that question. This is how we can put our brain to work for us to get us that life that we're longing for. By asking these high quality questions about our lives, our circumstances, and our thoughts. God gave us our brain as a tool to be used. Let's put our brains to work answering these high quality questions. Let's manage our thoughts in a way that is life-giving to us. Let's choose to show up with love and peace over stress and anxiety. Because when we do, then we're one step closer to living our lives worthy of the call we have received. I'm Christy Horsch. Thank you so much for joining me. If you want to practice this, asking these high-quality questions, using these questions in your day-to-day life, and I would really encourage you to join Beckend. Beckend is our monthly membership, and in it is weekly group coaching. And through that, you can learn these tools, these self-coaching tools, in a lot more detail than we go onto this podcast. There are also a lot of courses that could, so if you can't come to the group coaching, you can watch the replay. And then we also have a whole bunch of courses that take these concepts and dive deep so that you can implement them right away into your life. If you're enjoying this podcast, I ask that you please subscribe and rate and review. And if you're looking for more connection this summer, jump into the Behold Private Facebook group. It's linked in the show notes. There are going to be weekly challenges all summer long to keep you focused on loving those closest to you this summer. I hope that you all have a wonderful week. I will be back next week with another episode. And in the meantime, I will be praying for you. God bless.